Three Trips Ahead is brought to you by redtag.ca. Plan your perfect winter trip today. A few years ago, my husband and I went to Morocco. It was a bucket list trip with what seems like a glamorous itinerary. We flew to Paris, then to Casablanca, then to Marrakesh to meet a driver who took us through the Atlas Mountains to the Sahara Desert where we spent three days camping with a Bedouin tribe. Now, it it was an incredible experience, despite the fact that our luggage didn't make it. It was lost somewhere in transit. And, of course, there was no opportunity to buy anything, so we spent five days wearing the exact same clothes we put on almost a week before when we left home. And they got sandy and itchy, and they smelled of camel. As luck would have it, our bags did arrive at our remote desert campsite, but it was the day we left, which in itself was a minor miracle. But by then it hardly mattered. We were headed back to Marrakesh. Just remember that in travel, a man and his luggage are soon and often parted, and that in the carousel of life, your bag will always be the last one off. This is Three Trips Ahead, the travel podcast that aims to help you get to where you want to go, wherever that may be. I'm your host, Maureen Holloway. Today we're talking baggage, emotional and otherwise. What should you pack? What should you pack it in? Should you check it or carry on, my wayward son? They say you can't take it with you, but what exactly can you take? What about lost luggage and pets? Let's not forget pets. Kristen Sarah is a travel blogger and YouTuber who, along with her husband Sia, hopscotches the globe. In fact, that's the name of her blog, Hopscotch the Globe. Whether they are traveling by train, plane, boat, or Airstream trailer with their dog or their new baby, Kristen and Sia know what it takes and how to take it. And Kristen joins us today to pass on some tips and hacks and ways to get your stuff from A to B, maybe even C. Hello, Kristen. Hi. Let's start in the deep end with maybe your worst case situation in terms of packing. Any examples where you brought the wrong stuff or had your luggage lost? Or I did lose my luggage once. Um, that was when I was in Italy, and it took a few days to get it back. So but I was you were wearing in Italy. You could I know you could buy a nice sweater. I was on a budget, right? Oh, right. So I didn't want to spend the money. Um, so it was more of like wear my clothes, wash them in the sink at the end of the night, hang yeah. them up, wear them again. I know, but you're in a great place to, you know, be without luggage if you have to be somewhere. Let's start with the luggage itself. Okay. But what would you recommend for a well-rounded traveler? What should they have in their, in their, their luggage arsenal? I would say, well, I have both a hard case suitcase, hard shell suitcase, I should say, and a backpack. I find that when I'm going to more like remote areas, backpack is the way to go. Or if I'm like country hopping and going from like boat to bus to taxi, having a backpack is is the way to go. Uh, if I'm going to one place or a resort, one hotel for a week, I'll bring my suitcase. What but kind? What size suitcase? Carry on. Always carry on. Always carry on. You never check. No, but now I am a new mom, so yes. I'm sure that will change. But I like to pack as little as possible. You, you really don't need much, and the more you travel, the more you learn what you need and what you don't. Why did you start packing carry on only? I started packing carry-on only because I, well, first of all, it's easier because when you get to your destination, you don't have to wait for your bag. You just go. And when you get home, all you want to do after being away for a week or a month is just go home. You don't have to want to wait for your bag. And also, I've had things stolen from my bag from checking it. I've had my bag ripped. I've had zippers pulled off. And I've lost a bag. I ended up getting it back. But losing your bag even for a couple days when you 
are traveling, it sucks. Yes, losing your luggage really sucks. And it must be so much worse when you have a lot of stuff. So why, I wonder wonder sometimes when I see people traveling, I will travel, depending on where I'm going, with like a three-quarter size suitcase. Okay. But I see people with these massive suitcases. And I'm thinking, I'm surprised they even sell them because they're the, the most useless thing you could possibly have. Right. How important is quality? I mean, again, I look at people with Louis Vuitton suitcases and, and I think, are you kidding me? I mean, you don't have to go that far <laughs> unless you have the money and you want to splurge. But you're going to be damaged if you're sending them, if you're checking them normally. Exactly. I would not want to spend that money um, and then because they are going to get nicked and scratched and everything. But I also don't, wouldn't cheap out because you want to have a piece of luggage that's going to last you as long as possible. Like my luggage that I have have, have had for years and it's... It's not just, like, the quality, but it's also, like, more of sentimental because it's been t- with me to so many places. So it's kind of like my my travel buddy, right? I don't want it to only last a couple of years and I have to get a new one. Do you remember the first bag that you took on a really big trip? My first backpack took me to so many different countries. It was covered in patches of all the, the fla- from flags from the countries that I had visited. And it, I had it for years. I don't even remember how many years, but quite a long time until it started to kind of rip a little bit and that's because I was just well I mean you're you're checking your bag constantly and I was traveling all over the place and um, it happens sometimes so when it came time to get a new bag it was kind of sad it was like saying goodbye to a best friend and my new bag is great it actually fits me a lot better it's it's better for the type of travel I do now it's smaller it's it's my new best friend yeah, it seems like everybody has a piece of luggage that carries sentimental value. My husband has a yellow dry bag that you normally take on canoe trips, but he thinks it's the best piece of luggage and he will use it for everything. I've had to talk him out of using it for business travel. So carry on, it depends, right? I mean, different airlines have different uh, stipulations. They do. Um, but generally, well, the one I have, I can't remember the dimensions, but... Um, but it fits everywhere. It, it does fit everywhere. And you yeah. can get everything in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And And... Have space to spare. Oh, wow. Yes, not a lot, but That's a challenge. Enough for a couple of gifts. Okay, we're going to get into the particulars in a second, but what do you look for when you're buying the bag? How do you know it's a good quality bag? Um, I would go into a place like Sale, Mountain Equipment Co-op, and talk with the experts there, people who know how to find a bag that's going to fit your body, so your, your height, even your body shape. You're talking about backpacks. I'm talking about backpacks, yeah. Um, Even your age has to do with your age or or what type of trip you're going to go on, how much you're going to be packing. And they will help you find the the perfect bag. And when it comes to a suitcase, I would stay away from the, the, like, material suitcases. Yeah, fabric ones. They're fabric ones. ones. You want hard shell. Definitely, because it's waterproof. Uh, It's easier to... To just like throw around, and if you're checking your luggage, it's gonna the stuff inside is gonna be less of a chance of it getting damaged. Right. Right. I am a fan, partially of the rolling duffel part because I don't want to carry stuff on my back, Mm -hmm. and um, I I do a lot of sailing. So uh, anybody who's traveling to any confined place, you've got to make sure that your luggage is collapsible. Yes. So that's where the duffel comes in. That yeah, Yeah. I've never used a duffel, but that sounds. The downside is they're soft. Yeah. So stuff gets squished sometimes, stuff that you don't want to have squished. Right. Which probably brings us to our next point, the contents. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> believe that you never check luggage. Not um, in the last, like, eight years. Okay, so what's your policy? Like, what I, is it? Like, all shoes and a bikini no, or something? No, 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 no. I just pack, like, what, what I need. I don't need five pairs of shoes. I need maybe a pair of hiking shoes and a pair of flip-flops. What I if li- you were traveling to a city? 
Again, I'm a flip-flop kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'd bring a pair, a pair of, like, nice shoes to go out in. Uh-huh. And I like bringing clothes um, that are versatile. So I, I there's a couple of clothing companies I really love that make uh, items of clothing that are, like, five in one. So you can wear it five different ways, but it's one item of clothing. And the, the fabric is generally really nice. And you're getting five outfits out of one piece of clothing. Yeah. Right? So I like that stuff. I like mix and matching. Accessories are my thing. Mm-hmm. So jewelry, hats, scarves, really change up an outfit and take up little space in your luggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were saying you're a flip-flop kind of girl and so yes. so that uh, hiking boots and flip-flops will get you through. But most people, I wouldn't say most, a lot of people have a more challenging situation if they're traveling in a more formal situation or traveling in cities and so on. So what kind of clothes would you advise for that type of thing? Like a bl- little black dress or... Black dresses yeah. are the best. Dresses yeah. in general... I feel like for females, it's easier for us to pack because our clothing tends to be a little bit smaller, thinner really? material. Some people would argue the opposite. Really, that women need a bigger, uh, bigger slide. But th- you know, now that you said that, <laughs> I have to tell you, and my husband and I, he's going to kill me for telling you this. But when we travel, he he has more luggage, he's heavier, he's got more stuff. But you're saying that's the uh, an occupational hazard for being a man. I think so. I think because our clothing tends to be a little smaller and thinner, I just think we pa- end up packing more of it. Yeah. And that's why <laughs> we end up having no space left. But packing some dresses and a cute pair of flats or heels, if you'd like, mm-hmm. yeah, that will go a long way. Yeah. Uh, there are so many choices, too. High-end, low-end, Lululemon, uh, the, the stuff that travels that looks amazing, never needs to be ironed. Right. And dries fast. And dry dries fast. Uh, do you uh, use a checklist? Uh, you pack, I you... used to, but now that I do it so often, like I'm doing it at least once a month, right? Uh, I don't really need to anymore. I know what I need. It's the same things over and over again because I know what I'll use. Kristen, I'm going to stop you there so I can talk a little bit about our sponsor. And after that, I want you to tell me all about your packing hacks. Each airline has different restrictions when it comes to luggage, weight, and size. It is important to know what you can and can't bring before you take off on your getaway. Redtag.ca's travel professionals can provide you, the traveler, with up-to-date information on all things travel, whether it's luggage requirements, which adapters you'll need, what important documents to keep with you during your travels, and more. Redtag.ca is a Canadian retail travel agency designed to help customers plan the vacation of a lifetime. Redtag.ca specializes in finding the best travel deals on vacations, flights, cruises, hotels, car rentals, and activities. Whatever travel needs you seek, Redtag.ca can deliver. At Redtag.ca, they ensure that travelers get the best deals possible without compromising on service. I know planning and packing for a vacation can be difficult. Even when it comes to choosing a destination or resort, a great resource you can use to help is Redtag.ca's travel blog, Tag along. You'll find stories to inspire and educate fellow travelers. You can discover unique travel experiences, hotel recommendations, and top travel tips so your vacation planning is seamless from start to finish, including the packing part. Visit blog.redtag.ca to spark some inspiration and be in the know of important travel hacks. What are some of the things, what are some of the hacks that you, uh, you, you recommend in terms of packing? Uh, roll, the, the type of roll, there's military roll it's called, and it really compacts the, the item of clothing and keeps it wrinkle-free generally. Can you describe it? It's like you... F- you just fold everything in until it's like a rectangle, Pretty right? much, and you fold the bottom of the clothing so that when you fold it downwards, like a t-shirt downwards towards the bottom, you can like take the flap and lift it over. It keeps it really nice and compact. So it keeps it tight. Yes. Yeah, and wrinkle-free pretty uh-huh. much. 
um, and packing cubes. Tell are me great. about packing cubes. Everybody, everybody swears by them. I don't. What are they? Because they're great. They're little like fabric cube things like, that you can get like, like, a zipper. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. online, Amazon, uh, and you can just really pack a lot in there and zip it up, and it keeps everything organized. It's really great too if you have dirty clothes. You can elegate like one packing cube for just your dirty clothes when you're traveling. Um, vacuum seal bags as well, uh-huh. Zip, like Ziploc bags that you can um, compress. It's great for winter travel because you have more bulky, bulkier clothing. And also great for wet clothing. Yes. Uh, you had a great, I read this on your website, a great hack for your curling iron. First of all, you pack your curling iron. Yes. But quite often when sometimes. you're on the go. Sometimes. sometimes. Depends where I'm going. But when you're on the go, sometimes it's still hot. So you would pack it in a? You can bring an oven mitt with you and put it in. Look so at that. So you're not going to burn anything. It's brilliant. <laughs> Another one that you recommended was for jewelry to pack your chains in straws. Yeah. Because I am like notorious for having all of my necklaces tangled up into one clump of right it takes forever to detangle it so just put thread it through a straw and it keeps them organized it's budget friendly wow yeah uh talk to me about cosmetics because that for women you know i hate to make the stereotype but we do need a lot of stuff a lot of junk a lot of liquids and fluids and lotions go tubes are the way to go so they're go tubes they're like these little uh 100 milliliter squishy kind of plasticky containers that you can put your screw top yeah yeah and you can put your favorite shampoos, conditioners, instead of buying, like, the general crappy stuff, right, uh-huh. that you don't usually use. You can put them in the go-tubes, and you can really get out every last drop compared to, like, the hard plastic bottles. Now, keep in mind that Christian's recommending that all this, this is all carry-on, right? right. So you've got to keep your, your liquids down to a minimum. Uh, yeah, 100 milliliters. Max. Yeah, max. And you also recommended packing your own hard soap? Yeah, you can do hard soap, hard shampoos, hard conditioners, because it's not liquid. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. And you're, uh, you uh, avail yourself of Sephora's free samples, I understand. Uh, yes, you can do that. You can go into Sephora and pretty much try. <laughs> They're going to kill me. <laughs> or <laughs> if, they'll if you're listening. I have Actually, never gotten out of Sephora what? without buying everything that in That is true. So. That is true. And I always buy something. But you can get samples of everything. Um, if there. you ask. Yeah, exactly. You want a high-end eye serum? Just ask. Get a sample. Bring it with you on your travels. Wow. <laughs> um, the digital age. Electronics. Yes. That's a challenge right there. Tell us about what you do to make sure you've got everything you need. I keep all my electronics on me. I mean, I always... What do you travel? Do, do, do you travel with an iPad or with a with a tablet or, or a laptop? Pretty much everything. As I'm a video videographer, right? right? So I travel with all my gear, all my cameras, my, my laptop, everything, Remember, basically. this is on top of... This is all carry-on still. Yeah, so, still carry-on. So, so tell me how you manage all that. Well, I have my suitcase carry-on, and then I have a backpack with me that counts as my, like, purse. Uh, and I just pack that with all of my my gear, my camera, my lenses, my laptop, my tablet, everything that I need. All right. So we have our luggage. We have a carry-on. What should you have in your carry-on? Let's say that in my case, I still check. So what should I have with me on the plane? I highly recommend some sort of like uh, lip chap because it gets really dry, um, a reusable water bottle. Although I'm not really fond of the water on the plane, so no. I try to fill it What's up. What's with that? It's just, <laughs> it's just it taste like, funny. It tastes stale. Because they don't really clean the the systems, and it just, it just doesn't taste very good. So, so you just reminded me that you should pack wipes as well. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely pack wipes and wipe down your area, your seat, your tray, everything, the, the entertainment system. Uh, so wipes are great. Bring um, I also like to bring a pillowcase, and then I shove some of my clothing in it, and it becomes a pillow. 
get out. Yeah, so that's really nice. That is it just pillowcase in just general. Pillowcase. Traveling is great for whatever reason. Laundry, you can or even, just have your or own. Or even pillowcase. if you're not comfortable with the hotel pillow. Yeah. Your own pillowcase makes it with a little scent of home. It yeah. sure does. Yeah. Um headphones. Headphones, definitely uh-huh. want your own headphones. You don't want to buy the, the no, ones. crappy ones. No, no, not good. Of course not. Um, face masks are really nice. I, I like to go on a flight with no makeup on and just kind of like create my own spa in, in economy. So like really you're in, you're full, you're in full mask? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, or yeah. like you can get like the ones that are like a clear type like um, moisturizer, yeah. but they are face masks that keep you hydrated. That would be a great idea. Yeah. Um, I also li- I like to travel with a lightweight blanket. I have a travel blanket, mm-hmm. which is really super warm because I'm always cold on a flight. doesn't matter yes. what they provide you with. So And you can't adjust the temperature, so no, it's a good idea. No, you can't. <laughs> and it's always colder at high altitudes. Right. Um, tell me about security. I tend to be very trusting, and I, I've paid the price for that. It is important to lock your luggage if you're checking. I say so. Especially if you're checking it. Yes. And if you don't have a lock or a few locks because you have multiple zippers, you can get those zip ties. You know those plastic zip oh, ties? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're... You can cut them off, but someone has to go to, <laughs> to the, the trouble ad- of doing that. Exactly, where there could be a bag that's just already open, right? So it's so simple. You can just throw a couple of those in your bag and then and then use them before you check your bag. There's also a lot of suitcases now that have a tracker, tracker yeah. like, installed. And you think that's worth it? Oh, totally. They're not crazy expensive compared to ones that don't. So you can find when they lose your luggage, you can tell them you can that track you know, it. it went to Alabama instead of yeah. Arizona. Yeah, just go on your app and... You know where it is. Wow. What about putting a fragile sticker on your luggage? I mean, you can do that too. Um, I think it can go one way or another, but there's no harm in trying uh, and seeing what happens. <laughs> to, me, I, to me, that's like a baby on board sticker. Right. Where it's like, yeah, I appreciate that you have a baby, but that's not going to make me drive any more carefully. And your right. fragile suitcase may inspire somebody to, you know, toss it around a little more. You it, never know. It depends how nice the person handling your bag is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about actually going through security. Okay. And ways that you can speed that up. How would you pack to most efficiently get... Well, obviously, no giant bottles of water or... Right. Drink that bottle of water beforehand. A lot of people don't. I know. Do it. (laughs) Or just don't bring it. But um, all of your liquids, put them all in one plastic bag so they're easy to take out because they do ask you to take everything out. Take it out, put it in the tray. It's easier for them to, like, say... You're, You're good fine. to go. Yeah. And also your laptop. Have it ready at the top of your bag so you can you don't have to fumble in yeah, just looking for your tablet or laptop. Exactly. Just be really good. You've got enough time in the lineup to think about it. So, to, But the problem is they do change the rules in different places. They do. Keep you on your toes so mm-hmm. you don't always know. So I heard a rumor that you can opt out of some of the security if you don't want to. Yes. You mean opting out of having, like, l- allowing someone to pat you down. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Instead? When you opt out, it might take a little longer, though. Um, but... For someone like myself who travels often, I don't like going through the the, the security, like the machines. Right. I don't know what, what's going on, like the, what's it called? Uh, like, yeah, I know. It's a like like metal the, detector. Yeah, right? I don't know what it's doing to my body. I don't know if I trust it. So I just opt out, and they do a pat-down um, instead. Oh, but, and, you're also talking about opting out of going into that thing where you put yeah, your, your hands, hands up, up and, and oh, it right. scans you, yeah. and it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to do that all the time. And all that information is being relayed to aliens. You know that. And- exactly. So... <laughs> I mean, I don't mind getting pat down. By human touch. You know, sometimes it's like the luckiest you're going to get that week. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, you're also a new mother, like a brand mm-hmm. new mother. You have yeah. a little baby girl. I do. Have you traveled with her yet? No. I mean, other than outside, she, no? No, she's only six weeks oh, right now. So a- <laughs> I'm waiting for her to be like 
have her immune system built up, and then we're we're heading out. For You're sure. heading out, uh, and you have a dog. Mm-hmm. Do you, and you travel with your dog. Yeah, last place we went to was Portugal. So tell me how. <laughs> what? Do, so you have your dog. He's a little dog, right? And he counts as a carry on. Right now, he okay. So now he's twenty pounds. So that's, that's like the max. max. Yeah, but when we traveled with him, he was smaller. Right. Yeah. So would you put him on a diet before you go places? No, no, we just have, we have to figure it out now because I would never put him underneath the plane. I'm not. No, just, so he's yeah. got to travel in the cabin with yeah. you and yeah. his carrier. Yeah. yeah. And those slide under yeah. the seat. Obviously, you're not putting him in the overhead. No, no God, no. Do no, don't ever do that. I would love to be a fly on the bulkhead of the plane when I see you and your husband traveling with your baby and your dog and still. <laughs> it's going to happen. And still not checking anything. It's going to happen. I challenge you, Kristen. I don't know about that, the non-checking part, but we're all going to travel together. Thank you for all these tips. Yeah, no problem. Good luck and safe travels. Thank you. Kristen Sarah, world traveler, and she documents it all on her blog, Hopscotch the Globe. Packing is not glorious, and unpacking is even worse, but it needs to be done. So the next time you start packing your bags, here are some things to consider. Most travelers say carry-on is best, so if there's even the slightest chance that you might not use it, don't bring it. Household items like straws and oven mitts can save you time and money, but there are a few packing tools that make all the difference. Go tubes and packing cubes. Packing cubes are a game changer. And don't stress, if you forget something, you can probably buy it there. All's well when the view's nice. That was Three Trips Ahead, brought to you by redtag.ca. Plan your perfect winter trip today at redtag.ca or call 1-866-5-RED-TAG. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe for free anywhere you find your podcasts. You can find updates about our show on our network website at frequencypodcastnetwork.com or on Twitter at Frequency Pods. Three Trips Ahead is produced by Stephanie Phillips. Special thanks. Thanks to Jordan Heath-Rawlings, Ryan Clark, and Claire Broussard for helping us put this together. 